Welcome to episode 228 of KT Confidential, the real estate podcast. Today, 37 easy money savings tips guide. We dive into it so you can offset your mortgage rates. Two twenty-eight. Let's go. Money savings tips to offset your rising mortgage rates. So this is uh, we talked about in the last go. week's episode, and this is funny enough. We made this three years ago in the beginning of COVID. We were um, a few months with little work to do. The world had come to a complete at standstill. Home in our we were at home in our jammies, and this idea. Uh, came to fruition. We came up with the thoughts of seven easy money easy. saving tips for homeowners and tenants. Yes, and and the reader's choice tip number nine. That was my 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 preferred tip. Was it? Yes, I don't remember what it was. Um, so very 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 timely. Uh, a lot of people on a variable rate. Mortgage rates have come up. Monthly expenses have come up. Food prices have come up. Everything's high. Everything's increased in price. It has. Food prices specifically just blows me away. <clears throat> Crazy. I was looking at a stat. I'm going to pull it up while you, we talk. But All right. Well, I'll start banging through some of my favorite tips. Uh, if you would like your own copy, we will have a link in the description. You can just go download it. It's a free, easy download. We're not harassing you with anything. Um, we may send you an email. Oh, we will send you an email. Yeah. We'll send you an email. That's you, it. you can tell us where to go. We'll stop. Just click a button. Alcohol consumption is at an all-time high. That is one that I, I struggled with. I'm not able to really... I've, I've done 36 tips, we'll say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, I'm not saying deplete yourselves completely because then there would be a lot of crazy people and especially in this part of the world. Um, so still enjoy a glass of wine, but do you need a $30 bottle of wine or a 40 or whatever? Some, or do you need a bottle? Well, enjoy a glass, not a that, bottle. Yes. Buy the bottle, yes. but drink it over a period of days. Three days. Three Ooh. hours or three days. <laughs> three hours or three days. Well, that's your choice, right? That's right. Is it three hours or is it three days? Because well, if is... you were typically drinking a bottle in three hours, which, hey, <laughs> I'll raise my hand. I'm one of those people that enjoy a nice bottle of red wine, you know? Um, well, and the point to this is that there's a lot of people out there whose finances are hurting, and the only way to get through it feasibly is to make sacrifices. Well, we talked about this in episode 227. If you did not watch that, we talked about Milton being the most mortgaged place in Canada. And we talked about that fact that you have to make sacrifices. Yes. You will be forced at some point, you will be forced to make a decision as to whether or not your mortgage is the most important thing you're paying or all of these other expenses. Well, you'll be forced in a, a bad way in the sense that if you don't make these um, changes, you'll be forced because you'll be forced out of your house or you'll be forced into bankruptcy. Or yes. you, you know what I mean? So like, 
Well, there's another tip. Do you really need the amount of space you currently have? Or could you downsize? Right. Could you cut your mortgage payment down by downsizing your home? Now, your home, much similar to mine, there is a lot of unused space in the home. Whether it's in your finished basement, it's an extra bedroom for very occasional guests, it might be the extra family room that you usually use for movie nights with your family. And it's the challenge, though, is that downsizing is a very ineffective tool to cutting costs, really, because of the, the acquisition and disposition costs of real estate. Sure. So you have lawyer move- fee, mortgage, uh, mortgage fees to break your mortgage potentially. You have Real estate fees, uh, real, everything. Real estate brokerages. It's a very expensive um, process. Land transfer tax. So to to downsize uh, in an effort to save money, you're really downsizing in most cases. Oh, in some cases. In most cases. In some cases. In most cases. In some You've cases. You've got to go down two, three, four hundred thousand dollars $400,000. Okay. And well. some people, that puts them in a cardboard box on the street. Well, I'm ta- I'm not talking about those people. I'm not saying move from a one bedroom condo to a bachelor condo. No, but take a take a million dollar townhouse, okay? First time home buyer and a million dollar. I'm not even talking about those people, but yes, that it may be relevant to them, may may not. Like if you have a newlywed couple that they bought that 1.3 million dollar townhouse, yeah, a couple of years ago. Do they need that or could they suffice in a two-bedroom condo? Right, which is a substantial downsize. It is. Right. But I'm I'm talking about you own a four-bedroom, four-bathroom, 3,000-square-foot home where you easily could be living in a 2,100-square-foot home. Right. That's that's feasible. That's, well, I wouldn't say it's feasible. That's, I would say, reasonable. I have a client right now with four children plus her and her spouse living in an 1,100-square-foot townhouse with a fifth child on the way. I just had, I just had tenants apply for a, a rental um, that we're, I wasn't representing tenants. But these tenants, it's a, it's, um, what's the term for two families that come together? A joint family? Generational? No, 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 like two divorces. And then they, the, they meet, and then the kids become a new... Blended? Blended family. Thank you. So they had a blended family. They were in a two and a half bedroom condo. They are in a two and a half bedroom condo. Six people. Yeah. In a two and a half bedroom condo. They've been in that condo. What's a half bedroom? Two and a half. Two plus ten. Yeah. So they've been in that condo. You get the small bedroom. As a blended family of six people for five years. Yeah. And five years. Like that's commitment. Like good for them. How much space... Do you really need? That's an extreme. How much space do you really need? That's why I haven't moved. I use every square inch of my house. And even that is debatable. And do you really, you have a living room and then you have a family room upstairs. Do you really need that family room upstairs? I'm sure we could. You have a guest room in your basement. Does that get used? For storage. Very, well, see. Um, Hydro usage. We've talked about this in the past. I go to many homes where the dishwasher is running at one o'clock in the afternoon during peak time. You got 
all kinds of lights on, the TV is on and nobody's watching it. Um, you know, people have soffit lights in their soffits where they're on for hours upon hours. Be mindful of when you're using hydro and what you are using. Yeah, I would agree. La- laundry, dishes, things like that. Off-peak hours after 7 the, p.m. The peak and off-peak hours is a substantial thing for sure because I think that's double the cost. Uh, double. It's double the cost. Double. You are paying twice in cost for your hydro to yeah. run your dishwasher at 5 o'clock in the afternoon versus at 8 o'clock at night. Yeah. Well, and so things like lights makes a difference, more so if you're using traditional bulbs, like incandescent bulbs, stuff sure. like that. LED bulbs are very low consumption, so the savings there would be minimal, but it's still savings nevertheless. Um, but the the peak and off-peak hours is big. One of my favorite tips in this guide, again, leave a comment if you have any comments about how you are saving money right now or if you want to share the thoughts and ideas with others out there how people can save money. But if you want to download this guide, it's a beautiful guide, lots of great tips, 37 of them. Go to the link below or send us a message if you want us to send it to you directly. We're happy to do that. But one of my favorite tips, because you know me. Garage selling. Ah, resell, resell. This is not a money saving tips per se, but it is in there. It's more about earning additional income. That's true. When you're sitting there watching Netflix, you could be earning additional income. Well, there's kind of a two-headed dragon of this because it is a money-saving tip for somebody that is going to be buying whatever you're reselling. So as an example, if you just had a child and you need a stroller, do you need that brand new stroller for a thousand bucks or could you find one that somebody's reselling for a couple hundred? Right. Um, But I guarantee you, you go through your home right now, your garage, your storage areas, your bedrooms, your closets. How many boxes of kids' clothes do you have? You will find copious amount of clothing, magazines and books, old sports cards. And much of this you think is is, is without value, but it's not the case. It's absolutely not the case. And if you find the right mediums of where to sell these items, that's a big eBay, Facebook marketplace. There are a lot of Facebook groups, specific groups like niche groups to sell certain things. Um, Amazon, you know, depending on what the item is and Truth be told, there's a lot of flippers out there that are looking for all this stuff. So, yeah, you might be selling it below what they're able to sell it for, but they're looking for this stuff to be able to sell it and make some money themselves. Yeah. And since, you know, early 2020 of the pandemic, when the pandemic started, there were a lot of people looking how to make additional money, side side jobs. Right, because they were without work. Right, side hustles. Yeah. And it's amazing the, the current um, 
world we live in in terms of reselling has changed so dramatically over the last while, last few years. Like you see sports cards and uh, collectibles and memorabilia has gone through the roof in terms of value, but also things, stupid things too, like old trucker hats, as an example, where you would look at it and go, oh, this dirty old whatever, Esso hat from 1980. Right. There's collectors out there. Love that stuff. Love it and pay huge money for it. And there's a lot of those things that are scarce. Maybe you need to do a video teaching people how to do this stuff. A lot of those things are scarce. And maybe there is no demand for it in your marketplace. But as an example, I sell a shit ton of stuff on eBay where I think, oh, it doesn't have much value or, you know, I think it's worth five bucks. And then all of a sudden somebody in Florida wants it for 40 bucks. Right. And you've got a lot of things around the home. Uh, Tupperware and Corningware. Corningware I knew. Tupperware. Tupperware. Oh my God. Let me tell you, if you inherit a property and it's got stuff in it, I guarantee you, do not call Salvation Army to come and pick it up. Do not have a garage sale. Take some decent photos of this stuff, put it on eBay. Topperware that you would think has zero value. It's a little bit discolored. It's like from the 80s. That's thick plastic you're talking about? Thick plastic. Opaque, thick plastic. Yes. Really? Has tremendous collectability. Tremendous value. Um, clothing, old t-shirts have skyrocketed in value. Like graphic tees. Graphic tees, whether it's, uh, sports How many related. people got graphic tees sitting around that don't have armpit stains and rips in them? The ones with rips and armpit stains are selling too. That's and fucked people up. know how, <laughs> like the collectors also know how to refurbish some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, But you'd be surprised. Let's say you went to a Iron Maiden concert in whatever years and years and years ago, and you bought the T-shirt, and it's you've worn it twice because then you got a girlfriend, and she told you stop wearing this stupid shirt, (laughs) and you put it in a uh, cardboard box that's been sitting in your basement for years. Yeah, you throw that on eBay, and you've made yourself a hundred bucks. Right, crazy. So, yeah, not so much a money savings tip, but no, it, but very, it, very relative, and I think a lot of people out there can take advantage of it. But I do think they need more direction. So, so I was serious about saying well, you the, should maybe help, you know, provide some more insight into that. The, the spinoff of that too is just like my example with the stroller, right? Things that you need or want to buy don't necessarily need to be new. Especially kids stuff. Like strollers are a good example. Great example. A lot example. of people out there spending a thousand to fifteen hundred bucks on a stroller, use it for three, four years. Well, even toys, like, you know, when your kids are very young, you're going through a lot of the um a lot of the toys that help their brain development. Right. But after a few months, they're no longer relevant. Um, you know, those little pop-up things with the big buttons and you go to Toys R Us, you buy it new, it's 30, 40 bucks. You buy them used on Facebook Marketplace for two. Yeah. Well, Alicia, my wife is really good at that stuff, especially with like bikes, 
outdoor equipment. Yeah. And we'll buy the used one. We we picked up a used bike. I can't remember how much we bought it for. And then we sold it for the same price a year later. Sure. So. Um, little asterisk on my note at the bottom. Recurring subscriptions okay. are killing you. So that's so my favorite tip in the cat in the catalog is guide. In the guide revolves around monthly payments. So and my thoughts on that are twofold. One is really do a deep dive and evaluate what your monthly payments are. Guaranteed there's some you don't even know you're paying. There's some that realistically you do not need. And there's others that you can get a reduced price on. I love the reduced price tip. So your cell phone. Yes. Your internet cable subscription. Insurance. Insurance. Gym membership. Things like that. Get on the phone. Even if you have to be on hold for a half an hour. Let's just put your AirPods on, put your headphones on while you're walking the dog. Stay some on hold. Of those companies, I think, intentionally do that. Put you on hold for that long, so you hang or up. You just make it a very 100%. long process. Hundred yeah. percent. When have you ever called somewhere and they pick up the phone right away? No, you call anywhere right now, and oh, uh, extended wait times. There's a lot of people on hold. Yeah. You're number thirteen. Well, we we did it with cable recently because I've been after- love the ones that say press one for a callback. I love the callback. Oh, I do feature. that all the time. It's yeah. a great feature. Yeah. Um, Alicia and I did that with our cable recently. We called Bell. Because we genuinely wanted to cancel cable because we really don't need it. And there's yeah. so much content elsewhere. Right. Don't need cable these days. Um, so we called and had genuine intentions of canceling the cable. And instead, they kept the cable, added a phone line, which we don't need because we don't have a phone. But they dropped their price down more than we would have saved anyways. Because I think they just want to keep the services running. Right. So we save 50 bucks a month, have better service than we had before. They actually yep. sent us a new router, their new fastest gigabit something or other router. Yep. Um, so now we're 50 bucks ahead with more products. Yeah. And that was a simple phone call. There's other, especially with apps nowadays, if you're subscribing to an app of some sort, the second you cancel that subscription, you will get an email saying, hey, we hate to lose you. Sign back for 20% off or yep. more. So I've seen some that are profound discounts. Well, I hope somebody at Adobe is not listening to this, but my Adobe subscription, Yeah. every time they go back to the normal price, start charging me the normal p- price. I let them charge it for one month. Then I go on to their web. Yeah. Even it's not even a call. Yeah. You go on to the website, cancel reason for canceling too expensive. Oh, would you like to stay on for 60% off yeah. for the next year? Oh yes, I would. Yeah. And then just do it again the next year. That's exactly what I've been doing for the last eight. Yeah. There's actually, there's a spot in your phone like with iPhone. I can't remember where it is, but if you go to your subscriptions, yeah, that's a very handy spot to check. But I, I don't Just know. check up. You go to your You subscribe settings, to some of these apps. They might be free for three days. Three-day trial. That's how they fuck with you. Yeah. They get you on that three-day trial, that seven-day trial. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. But automatically it converts to $19.99. So this is recurring. where you find them. Yeah. So you go to settings, type in subscriptions, and then you click on the link. Yep. So right now, what have I got here? Mile IQ. I don't use it, but I do need to keep it. That's for tracking my mileage. Actually, I don't need it. I could write it in a book. Paramount and then Windy app, which is one I use. I pay for annually. That's for wind conditions. For (laughs) what? That's just to know accurate wind conditions. And I got it because I'm now kite uh, boarding, uh, kite foiling rather. 
Uh, so I want to see where I can kite foil. Right. And how many times have, has that come in handy? Twice. Right. Yeah. So did you need it? No. Here, I let me tell you, I let me teach you how to lick beach. your finger and stick it in the air. <laughs> but <laughs> it is very Fuck. accurate. It tells you the knots or the yeah. kilometers per hour. Would you like you to want. download our 37 <laughs> easy money savings tip guide? I should probably cancel that subscription, but I've paid for it up till August. Recurring subscriptions are killing you. You and your spouse probably have subscriptions that each other don't know about too. All right. So just throwing it out there. No matter your relationship, somebody has subscribed to something where the other person doesn't know about. Yeah. And that's costing your household money. You know, speaking of spouses doing things that other spouses, their significant others don't know about, I'm learning regularly of women who get Botox injections and their husbands have no idea. How is that possible? Wow. They might only be seeing them in the dark. I don't know. <laughs> it makes no Where's sense. Where's the Botox going that the husband's I suppose. Don't know. I mean, Jen, I would assume it's going into their face somewhere, their lips, their forehead, whatever. A lot, lot, lot going into the lips yeah. these days. Yeah. 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 So maybe cut back on the Botox, ladies yeah. and men. I see yeah. men with it. If too. men don't notice that their wives have Botox A lot of injections in their lips, a lot of men are dumb. They don't, they don't know what half the women do to look the way they do. It's true. Oh, honey, you look great today. Yeah. What did you do differently? Yeah. Oh, I did my hair. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that's not a recurring subscription, but it is a recurring cost because eventually yeah. you got to get that shit plumped back up. Yeah. I mean, everything in the house is a recurring cost. Yeah. All of your consumable products. Mm-hmm. So you got to evaluate what you're buying. Yeah. Right. You can get very expensive. Well, you subscribe to Amazon Prime because you order toilet paper from there every month and you put that on a recurring um, schedule as well. That one is actually, if you're going to do something as a recurring cost, I do like the Amazon subscribe and save because for things like toilet paper, diapers, diapers, wet wipes, all those things, especially with kids, that's a good point. Diapers, um, I order the water wipes all the time. You do save money by going on to their subscribe and save, and you can cancel it at any time. But yeah. if you are going to use those consumables, that's not a bad subscription to have. Yeah. Well, it's another- the ones like, well, during COVID, during the pandemic, how many people had subscriptions to Paramount, to And there's Netflix, more. There's even more now. Yeah, well, they're all going into that model. Every company on the planet wishes to have recurring revenue. And but it's, it is so, just on that note, though, it is hard to mentally to get yourself to a position where you say, okay, I'm going to cancel that subscription and see what happens. Stop watching TV, read a book. It's amazing what it'll do to your brain. Instead of watching, like I watch very little TV, I am a sports fanatic. So that counts. Yes. So that's really the only TV I watch. Um, when I'm a little under the weather or depressed or something, sometimes I'll, you know, have a drink and just sit and binge a watch story. a show. No, recently I watched, I binge watched uh, Better Call Saul. Okay. And that was five seasons of 10 episodes. So 50 episodes took me a month. And every night I just, you know, uh, before bed kind of watched one of those shows. But the last time I did that, it's probably 
seven years ago. Right. Um, but you know what I do? And I find it relaxing. So you got to find what's right for you. And since I've, well, I cut my cable now probably 50, oh, that would have been close to 20 years ago. Um, completely. Completely. Yeah. You just have whatever networks you subscribe to. Correct. Which is just Netflix and Amazon Prime because I'm already an sports Amazon. something or other. And then uh, Sports Sports Center. Sportsnet, yeah. Yeah. Um, and even that, like I could stream the sports, but the quality is not very good. And if I'm going to watch a hockey game, as an example, I, I want it in good quality and I can afford it and I deserve it. There have to be things where you say, yeah. For I, sure. You know, I'm not cutting that out. No. Um, but in the time where a lot of people spend watching TV and sitting down and watching a movie, I just sit down in my basement and I throw on um, music or a podcast or something and um, put on my uh, um, sage uh, diffuser for a little bit of relaxing time and um, create a nice, you know, relaxing ambiance. And I pull out some stuff that we're not using anymore, take some photos and post them. And every, I would say probably four or five days of the week, I will post three or four items a day because it, it is a little bit time consuming to take the photo, edit the photo, and then post it with the description and all that stuff. Just last well, night. Well, you're doing it properly in the sense that you're putting effort into it. A lot. If There's a lot of people that don't spend as much time doing it and still have maybe to a lesser degree, they're still able to sell things. Yeah, but it's just like selling anything, like selling a home. Absolutely. The photos make a difference. The description makes a difference at all. The quality relates to how much you're going to get for that item. And just last night, I posted um, three older fishing reels that I don't use anymore. I've had them for years and years and years. And uh, I already got an offer on one of them for 95 bucks. And I probably paid maybe a hundred dollars for it like wow. 25 years ago. That seems crazy. Right. But some collector wanted this fishing reel. Hmm. So, so there you go. Uh, some tips for you guys. Thanks for listening and watching as always episode 228 of KT confidential. Um, the last episode was also a good one to watch or listen to because some of this does intertwine with oh, so let affording your home. Yeah, affording your home now as the mortgage rates have gone up. And again, 37 easy money savings tip guide for homeowners and tenants. If you want a copy, let us know or click on the link below and leave a comment. If we haven't talked about a tip that you think would help other people, we'd love to hear it. So that's it. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to episode 228. If you have any tips, any money savings tips, leave them in the comments. We'd love to hear them. Thanks for listening and watching. We'll see you next week.